0: i wish i had a crew (laughs) all right adam gold would like to be in your crew bone and he joins our crew every wednesday and you can not only hear him in raleigh on 99 the fan in raleigh like you have been for a couple of decades but you hear him weeknights here seven to nine on wfnz and right around this time every wednesday morning on the mac and bone show adam gold joins us on the bodyworks plus guest hotline adam how you doing
1: i'm hanging in man uh it was a uh, it was a long hockey night
0: last night. That's uh, that's what I hear. Flounder was giving us the details. How am I supposed to feel about like how should I feel about the Kane since I steal Kane's opinions from your Twitter anyway? <laughs> I'll just ask you, you know, uh, right here live on the air. How should Kane's fans feel right now about where they're at?
1: Uh, I think they should feel like there's more. They, I mean, this team is not. I don't think they're the finished product yet. Yeah. Even without adding players, I don't think they're the finished product yet. Uh, I think they need more from their best players. They more need more from Aho and Svechnikov and Taravainen and at times from Jarvis. But man, they were. It was a great game last night. The goaltending has been phenomenal lately. So, uh, and I thought that's a great win. Minnesota has been absolutely barnstorming teams uh, and Carolina did a very good job to keep them to two. So good win, really good win. They needed a good win.
2: Adam, if you did a Canes cup formula, one or two things that either has to go their way or has to happen for them within their team. When you look at the Canes trying to knock down that door to win a cup this year, what are the most important things to look for?
1: I mean, basically some of the things I just said. They need their best players to be great every night. And over the last two weeks or so, they haven't been. So if Ajo and Trestnikov are not going to be, you know, terrorizing the opposition, then it's going to be tough because they don't have great scoring. They have scoring depth, but they're not like, you know, uh, they're not like Toronto that's got three lines that could get you uh, they're not like uh, they're just not like some of those other teams that have so much depth I don't think I think they can win the East I think Florida's the best team I think Carolina can win the East and we'll see who comes out of the West but they'll, they're not going to do it without their best players being great and that's what they need
0: Adam Gold is with us 99 to Fan Rally and of course uh, evenings here uh, on WFNZ Adam, we got to, you know, by law, I think I have to ask you about the court storm situation Uh, before we (laughs) get, before we get maybe to things that happened in basketball since then. um, Let's just get your thoughts on that. I know you talked about it a bunch. Like where do you stand on like what should be done? What can be done? Where do you stand on all these talking, talking points?
1: Well, first of all, I don't, I'm not anti court storming. I think court storming is, I mean, it's, we have to separate the college game. We don't want to f about the college game in terms of the game yeah. because I hate to sound like Alan Iverson here. Uh but the the truth is is that it ain't a pretty game to watch. If it if it weren't for the emotion and the atmosphere that the college game would be exposed for being yeah, it's not great basketball. Uh the pro game is better basketball than the college game. Um, just, just the players are better, and and now with the players in college being even the best players only being around for a year, maybe two, it's not even as good as it could be, man. If some of these guys stayed for three years, and that's why you see so many older teams playing better basketball on a game-in game-out basis, because they're they're just they're more of the finished product. Um, like I think college basketball needs atmosphere. That's part of it. I realize it's not the game, it's after the game, but it's part of it. Now, we can ban court-storming, but is that going to stop court-storming? Probably not, because they'll still do it if they want. What we really need, because it ain't like these things happen every day. We get court-storming, I don't know how many times a year. Let's just say we get it 30 times a year somewhere. Like, we, we only have occasional you know, incidents like this. What we need is for schools to take security seriously. I mean, that ain't hard. Like, let's not have, you know, older gentlemen who have been around the program really, you know, for a long time who are basically retired but get a yellow jacket and get to watch the game for free. Actually, not even for free. They get like 15 bucks an hour to watch the game. Let's not let's move away from that as security and have real security. And not let the uh, students on the court right away. I mean, how many times has ESPN shown highlights that do not even show game highlights? It's like, here, Indiana beat whoever. And look at all the students on the floor. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what the ESPN show. So, I mean, if we, if we want to stop it, we can stop it. We can make it a criminal act. You're not supposed to be there. By the way, anybody who, has, who comes up with the idea that kyle filipowski was somehow to blame for that like you got a problem you're not supposed that would be like blaming the pedestrians on the sidewalk for getting hit by the car adam is that (laughs) that, that's that's right flounder Flounder,
0: you got a problem you hear it right now i I do baby (laughs) i was gonna
2: ask about a basketball but i will now transition to this momentarily yeah it's the it's the duke obsession right no other school ends up on cbs news this morning like they did with or <laughs> Gail King is breaking down the film. That they're the only one that. Ha- I don't know if oh. something major would happen, but they're the only one that causes this type of thing where the players get blamed. Right?
1: I would hope that Gail went to the big board like Dan Orlovsky, diagramming a pass play. That would be awesome. <laughs> like did Gail get to the stance and she's circling stuff? Look at this right here. This this dude right here. Look at it. Look at how Filipowski, uh sw- turns his body like I I it I want in my mind I want that to be the case I think there's a Duke element there uh I think the harshest people against Filipowski probably have a Duke bias I'm just I mean I I'm not going to generalize everybody but I bet a lot of people in that position have a Duke bias and that's that's what Duke's created also who gets the court stormed on the floor like 56, anybody, I mean,
2: 56 times in the last whatever amount of got, years. They've got to be yeah. the top one. It right? is. It yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Not that I checked the numbers. Yeah. Uh Adam, some people's <laughs> some, some people, I saw it on Twitter. I was I didn't I may have searched for it. Uh, some people's entire identities, though, are built in their hating of Duke. Like if they didn't have yeah. Duke, they wouldn't know. They would go Those people would go away the way of the dinosaurs if they didn't have Duke around. They just, they'd be gone one day. If they didn't have Duke to obsess over, what would they do all day?
1: Well, it is a uh, there is a cottage industry about, uh, you know, hating Duke. And that's – I mean, look, it's – any team that has had the success, we could say the same thing about the Yankees or uh, the Cowboys, although the Cowboys have done that without the success. <laughs> uh, so, you know, any team like that uh, – there's going to be uh, a groundswell of hatred. So uh, that's, it, it comes with the success. And I think Duke's dealt, dealt with it pretty well. Not always really well, but over the over the long haul, pretty well.
0: Hey, Adam, I want to ask you about uh, about NC State. Um, the defense last night was just, if there was any at all, was brutal against Florida right. State. They lose, and now they're down in that 7-8-9 tie in the ACC standings, and they've got uh, Carolina and Duke on the road coming up. Um, and bone said Kevin Keats was trending this morning when he, when he broke out Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it. So I need to ask you, I know you've supported Kevin Keats when we asked about him a few weeks back. Do you honestly, you know, that situation well, better than us. I'm sure. What's your feel for that? Do you think NC state would make a coaching change or is your feeling that Kevin Keats is kind of safe for at least another year?
1: I don't have a great, uh, here's the thing. I think Kevin Keats is a good coach. I think Kevin Keats biggest problem has been roster management. Um, I think this year's team is unfortunately seriously flawed. Their half court defense has always been bad. Um, when they can, uh, when they could get on the scoreboard a little bit more, uh, and get into some sort of a pressure pressure defense, they've been better because they can force turnovers and they generally don't turn it over. But the problem is that too many nights they haven't been able to put the ball in the basket other than DJ Horn. And when that happens, their half court defense gets exposed. It ain't good. It's never been good. Frankly, it, their half court defense hasn't been good really in all seven years of no, Kevin Keith. Has. A lot of that is, uh, is their roster turnover. You know, it's, there, like Duke's had roster turnover, and well, Carolina's had more continuity really than anybody. But uh, Duke's had roster turnover. Wake's had roster turnover, which is, by the way, Wake's not a good defensive team either. They just score better. Um, but, but the I guess the bigger picture is I still get the sense that Kevin Keats is going to get another year. Um, but when you watch, like who made the decision to honor the 1974 championship team in a home game against Boston college when there's only going to be eight or whatever, how many, 10,000 people in the building. So a half empty PNC arena was there to honor the 74 team. Why didn't you do that against Duke Monday night? Right. You knew you were going to fill the building anyway. So at least get them hyped to start the second half by, by trotting out their, uh, their heroes. But I mean, it, hmm. I'm not going to say it was a wasted celebration. I didn't understand the decision because it, the building's half, em- half empty. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a good I, point. And that, but, and that by the way, is the other part of this. Like there is a, there's a little bit of apathy right now. And that's the worst thing you can have. Uh, but I think Kevin Keats is going to get another year. I like Kevin. I think Kevin's a good coach, um, but they, they've got to figure out a way to keep some players around. Recruit better freshmen that stay. That's the one thing that they haven't been able to do. They're, they've are they gotten most of their good players through the portal, yeah. which, I mean, if if, they, if it works for you, do it. But, you know, he's Kevin Keats has not had the success that Steve Forbes is at bringing in guys through the portal that, look like monsters
0: on the court. Yeah. I mean, every, every, it seems like every year. Yeah, some amazing. That Steve I, s- the guys, I uh,
1: swear, 30-day.
2: next Monday, yeah. Duke better not get stormed against NC State. I swear. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: I
0: a home game for State. I forgot. I said it wrong
2: earlier. I forgot that oh, That's where that I right, got that. That's on me. That is on me. All all right. Right. Right.
0: what if State storms you, Boney? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know if they're capable, are they, though? A storming? Oh, okay. They can run out.
1: Duke. Yeah, they do it all the time uh, there. I, are they right now? I don't think. I don't think they can. I. I mean, anything can happen. You know, Duke only beat Notre Dame by one. By the way, Wake Forest. What are you doing? A, you know, what, is, what? What was that? You can't possibly do that.
0: That was that,
1: terrible. That was a that was a terrible loss, an awful loss for Wake Forest last night. Damaging loss.
0: It was That's... God, that second half was you horrible. You
1: basically, you basically eliminated your win over Duke by losing. You just proved everybody's point. Although for some the reason, Duke.
0: for some reason, Captain Brackett said apparently has said Joe Captain uh, Joe Linardi, Brackett. Captain Brackett. He said the All Knowing has said, "Oh no, I'm not moving them off the last four byes. No, that loss, that loss is okay. That's not that big of a deal. It's like really, and anyway. I mean,
1: look, they they're they're a good team." Wake's a legitimately good team that I think could win, I don't know, two, three games in the NCAA tournament. They're they're that good. They have good players. But that's that's just an unbelievably bad loss.
0: It is. It is. Two and eight on the road, man. I don't know what happens to them on the road. Three Uh, three and ten, kind of neutral site. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Adam, great talking to you, brother. Be good. We will talk to you next week.
1: The pleasure was mine, gentlemen. Wake up weekday mornings with Mac and Bone. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ.
0: The official home of the Charlotte Sports Band.